Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Now that you've found UBN Radio and discovered our quality talk shows, it's time to spread the word to friends, family, and the universe. 24 hours of music and talk. Radio without limits. That's why people keep coming back for more. That's UBNRadio.com. This is one-on-one with Jasper Cole, Hollywood's bad guy, and so much more. Actor, talent manager, producer, and more. Now he's sitting down with today's top newsmakers from entertainment, politics, pop culture, and beyond. This is one-on-one with Jasper. All right, all right, all right, all right. Howdy, 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 everyone, and welcome to one-on-one with Jasper Cole. This is your host, Mr. Jasper Cole, and we are live in Hollywood at Sunset Gower Studios. Well, we have come out of hiding. We actually have come out of summer hibernation for this very special show because uh, the political scene is so fucked up (laughs) that we could not hold back. And also, today is three months to the day that I had back surgery and thought I would never walk again. No, I'm kidding. And I haven't seen my producers, John Williams or Dominic Friesen, since the day I had the surgery. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Good to see you. Yeah, I thought I would uh, need a lot more time to recover, but I am ahead of schedule. Thank God. Life-changing. Yeah, big shout out to Dr. Brian Perry and everyone at Cedars and, of course, Dennis Tyrone, who put up with my <laughs> crazy ass for three months. Right. And um, But when you get married, you don't have a choice, apparently. Um, anyway, it's great to be back and so much happening in politics. But first of all, please go to Facebook and follow us at one-on-one. With Jasper Cole, and Twitter is one on one J Cole, and my website is jaspercole.com. And you can go there and you can find ubnradio.com, um, which is the site for the station where we're at right now. Also, um, we're on iTunes and iHeart and Spreaker mm-hmm. and Stitcher and Stitcher and what else? That's it? That's enough, right? I think it's in that, That's a lot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a very special guest today, um, a wonderful lady. She's a f- dear friend of mine that I reconnected with on Facebook after many years. Uh, most of you will remember her from her almost 20 years on Good Morning America. She was the entertainment reporter. Uh, she's a veteran journalist, and she's an amazing woman. Chantal Westerman is going to be joining us, calling in from Idaho, where she now resides. Um, she's... Uh, animal rights activist. Uh, she works with hospice patients. Her whole life has done an amazing 360. And I told her yesterday, I was so jealous of all the, she went from shallow showbiz to this really great work that she does. So we all should be so lucky to do that. Um, anyway, so let's get right into it. Oh, also, we should thank our sponsors, JW, yes, right? Yes, we should. We have so many and they've been loyal and they've hung in there with us. And uh, so here they are. All right. All of us here at One on One with Jasper Cole are proud to announce our 25 affiliate advertisers, and they are all .coms. E-File, InterServer, ZipRecruiter, Hilton Hotels, 3-Day Blinds, Adam and Eve Toys, Bullguard, 
Prime Slots, Russell Stover, Booking.com, Suzanne Summers Bath and Beauty, Quest Nutrition, Sur La Tabla, and Extended Stay America. Additionally, we have EUK Host, Canvas World, Cheap Air, 21st Century, Liberty Mutual, Course Smart, Advanced Auto, Fandango, Meet Mindful, Flare Play, and Jewelry.com. Thanks again to all of our wonderful sponsors. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Go to UBNRadio.com or my website and uh, find something you like and purchase it. So anyway, guys, let's get into it. Uh, do we want to even bother to mention the RNC last week? Or is it did Scott Bayo and Antonio Sabato Jr. pretty much put the nail in that coffin? I think they pretty much sum it up. Yeah. And Kimberlyn <laughs> Brown from Young and the Restless. Those were their three big celebrities, as I recall. And Duck Dynasty. Oh, my God. <laughs> in his costume. What was that? That was a shit show. The whole thing was a shit show. Well, and then there was Melania's um, oh, plagiarism. Melanoma's uh, plagiarism. <laughs> Which, in my opinion, I think it was Trump who who doctored the speech because they it took him two days to respond, quote unquote, um, Admit. reveal the name. I guess. Now, is this woman real? Because there was a, there was a lot of stuff in the press that the the actual speechwriter did not really exist. Which I don't know. Has anyone ever? Seen? I mean, I her picture? her name exists because she's and a picture co-authored books with him allegedly. But, right. Um, well, they released that photo. She had a Facebook page that was added that day that they released her name. Right. It's all because right. remember he was known for years that he created his own publicist or he's yeah, yeah John and, Barron or something. And that's why I think it was him that actually doctored the speech was. Because I mean, you can just picture him because she was introducing him and he would just go and think oh because he thinks Americans are stupid. Right, because he's, he's a genius. Said so many times, and he probably just looked at the speech and added it to it and thought no one would notice. It's, it, it, was a, it was, the whole thing, I just couldn't believe it. I, and I, I, still, I still can't believe that he's, run, that he's the nominee. Like, part of me feels bad for Hillary in the sense that the, when she finally gets the nomination, she's got to run against such an idiot like Donald Trump. Now, it's horrifying if he won, but you mm. know how like athletes want to compete against like the best. They want to feel like they beat But you know. she's still struggling in the polls. So what well, does that say? But I know I know what do you I never these polls that come out, you know, first of all, it, he got a bump after his mm-hmm. you know, his convention, but for every poll that we read, somebody can pull out another poll. So I never really know. Have you and have you ever been polled? Well, well no. that's personal. I no, know. I mean, I, I know. <laughs> I mean, really that goes without saying, but I mean, have you actually taken a verbal poll over the phone or? Uh-uh. Yeah. I don't think they want to know my opinion, so. Well, we, you better have some today, right? Um, yeah. So anyway, I think last week. But, what, but you're right. The, I mean, the, the sample is what? Maybe 10,000, 20,000 people and that's, or 50,000. I mean, it's not really a good cross-section of and do people, the voting public. Do people lie or tell the truth? I don't know. Just remember last time around, sure. Romney was supposedly doing so great mm-hmm. all the way up to, remember, and it was just a fucking landslide victory for Obama. So, um, well, well, I think at the beginning of the ca- uh, presidential campaign, wasn't Ben Carson like number two? Yeah. <laughs> and, some people and look how st- that turned out. Some people so. still like him. <laughs> but thank God we got over to the DNC. But before we get into that, this whole Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Now, I've been hating her for a long time. I, I've been very critical. And why is that? I just always felt she was oil, oily and slimy and untrustworthy. And remember 
back earlier during the primaries, she didn't want this rep this lady from Hawaii to mm -hmm. speak. Mm -hmm. And I, I forgive me that I don't mm -hmm. remember her name. I think mm -hmm. she was a senator. She, or, yeah, she uh, and she actually resigned from the DNC. Okay, right. Mm -hmm. um, but I just always thought there was something shady about her. And then now, as many people and know, she resigned because of the rigging of the campaign. Right. Um, that she didn't want to have it. A, a part of it basically and Dominic is a has been a very loyal Bernie supporter I I started out as a Bernie supporter and I switched to Hillary uh, and I still like Bernie but um Ber in the Bernie campaign they have mm -hmm. been after Debbie Wasserman Schultz mm -hmm. early on and everything they were complaining about obviously has been revealed <laughs> it's funny I was just talking about this with somebody earlier is that you know for six months people are saying that we're delusional the you know the you know the primaries aren't rigged and it's it's all come out in the open you know it's it's not like we we're making shit up but right? and then no one's talking about though they rigged it for obama eight years ago also don't forget hillary was the clear choice and she was all that was she was their choice from the beginning then all of a sudden as it went on you know there was all that controversy about the florida votes in the florida mm -hmm. primary so i think it's been rigged but the fact that Debbie Wasserman. It just worked just, in Hillary's favor this time. Yeah, that, it didn't last time. Okay. But I think, um, I think starting out on Monday night, people were like, "Oh shit!" Now we're going to have to start off the, the convention with this email mm -hmm. scandal. And boy, they squashed that quickly. In fact, I well, I forgot but, all about it. Well, you got to remember though that, that as you know, was indicated in the emails, certain media outlets are basically instructed what to cover, so the mainstream media didn't cover a lot of the. Um, the email scandal, as you're right. talking about, with on Debbie, Friday. With Debbie. And forgive me, what is Debbie's background? What is her she's political from, she's, background? She's a representative from Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know where. I think Miami. Well, that or, explains a lot, though. Right? Yeah, everything bad happens in Florida. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that was, a, that was a scandal. I was glad to see her go. I thought they handled it really quickly and swiftly. At first, mm -hmm. she was going to stay through the convention and then resign. I'm like, bitch, go. Because we, you know, how could you gavel in but now donna brazil who i love mm -hmm. is going to take over um so so before anything we had to we had to get into bernie at the beginning of the convention were you pleased with how he was received and how his speech and all that yeah and i mean i i think you know in my opinion i think he, he just had to play by the rules of politics mm -hmm. um you know he had to endorse her or else he was going to uh, lose his credential as a delegate. Right. And he was not going to be allowed to speak at the convention if he didn't do it in advance. Right. So he played by those rules. But you got to remember, you know, last night they had the walkout because his delegates, he did not encourage them to switch their votes over to Hillary, which people were hoping for. But he wasn't going to sell out the burners. Right. And I think day. they made the concession also of letting all the votes be heard. Whereas yeah. in the past, I don't think – isn't in the past they just – they just call out the Hillary votes. They don't usually say, and 75,000, you know, 75 for yeah. Hillary and 15 for Bernie Sanders. They, like they, they, they made sure that people knew how right. much support he had. And that was a concession. We also got to remember leading up to the convention at the de um, Democratic platform, he also got, what, 80% of what he was asking for, which is and a huge impact. Right. So it was successful on, you know, in our eyes. Well, and so what? So the big controversy, of course, is the or the big conflict because on Facebook and Twitter we all get into it about the diehard Bernie people who who won't support Hillary. My whole mm -hmm. thing is, you don't have to support Hillary, 
just don't disrupt the DNC, which which I don't think they really did. I, I and think, plus, you know, you know, you know, in regards to that, though, but, you know, not not voting for Hillary is not a vote for Trump. I'm sorry. That, that's not not voting. Right. Right. You know, so some people are electing to you can vote for anybody just you abstain want. from voting, which, you know, I have my own opinion on that. I think you should be a part of the process. But um, I don't think that Jill Stein is the best option either. So or Gary Johnson. <laughs> Yeah. Who's he? I have no idea. Well, I don't know. I, you know, don't, I have a, you know, I'm really hard on the millennials and a lot, when the, every, every time they put the camera on the, the Bernies and the 20 year olds were crying, it was like mama had said, you know, daddy had just said, you're not going to get that allowance and nothing's going to be free anymore in life. It it was more personal though, in light of these emails, you know, it's. Look how far he came despite every obstacle that was placed in his way. And think if those obstacles were not but there. But you do realize he still lost in the popular and the majority vote. So but, No, but look at the obstacles in the and how it was rigged. Everything from the media, which media has a huge impact. Right. You got to remember, everything he did was grassroots. And if he would have you know, not had the, the media blackouts early on, it would have been a landslide in his favor. Now, how, now explain that because I don't get that. Oh, well, certain media outlets were controlled by the DNC and by Hillary's um, camp, MSNBC, NBC, CNN. They weren't covering Bernie for the mm-hmm. first four or five months. Right. The same way yeah. everybody was covering Trump. Correct. And in many ways, I think the or, media or, or, is or to Hillary, blame you know, for they, Trump. They, when when Bernie's rallies were, were drawing tens of thousands of people, they weren't getting any coverage. Right. So nobody even knew how big this revolution was um, growing to, right. so quickly. Right. Um, I think we have our wonderful guest on the line. Is that true, JW? Is this Chantal? Chantal? Hello? Yes. Oh, my dear. Hello. Welcome. Yay. How are you? Can you hear me well? Are you good? I'm very well. Can you hear me well? Yes, we can. We can hear you. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so honored to... To have you here today, and we uh, we're here with JW and with Dominic, and I don't know if you heard the beginning of the show, but we were just sort of going over some of the highlights and lowlights of the uh, conventions. Uh, Dominic was just talking about the Bernie Sanders and how the media was sort of did a blackout on him in the beginning. Um, what are your thoughts on Bernie Sanders? I live in the mountains of Idaho. Right. Uh, in a little tiny, tiny, tiny town. So our perspective here is so different. But indeed, that Jeremy Dreyfus and I did go to the Clinton caucus, the Democratic caucus mm-hmm. here, which is so small. It was in a little high school. It was in a gym. And there were many, many Bernie Sanders supporters there. And I looked over and I saw people I loved, people I knew. And at that moment, I understood him a little bit more. But at that time, my thought was this. Bernie Sanders is a movement. Mm-hmm. And Hillary Clinton is a candidate. Right. Would you agree? I do agree. I, I early on was... Uh, yeah, early on, I was um, for Hillary. And then I got a little disgusted. I, I really was tired of the Wall Street super PAC connections. And so yeah. I, I, you know, I went over to Bernie. Um, but then my problem with Bernie was everything sounded great, but I didn't see how any of it was going to be paid for or taken care of. 
different in different similar in Trump to Trump's talking about stuff and not backing it up, but because Bernie is a thirty-year seasoned politician. I'm not putting him in the same category as Trump, but I just don't understand how Bernie was called non-establishment when he was a senator for over 30 years. So I never understood that, how he got, how the millennials see him as not establishment. Dominic? But he, I mean, no, but he, but he was independent. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, but yeah, but you have to agree. It was a very, very tough fight. Right. But I give him totally, I mean, I give him so much credit for what what he did. I mean, I understand the disappointment when Dominic was just saying how the, when you put the camera on the faces, they were crying. It was a double, it was like a double stab that they got the the email scandal came out. But do, Mm -hmm. do you agree, Chantal, having been around for a while as well, that, in general elections, it's a game. I think of it as like a tennis match, you know. And um, I don't want to say they're all rigged, but I reference yeah. I referenced it's Hillary. We, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say it's a it's a it's a like a sport, if you will, like the NBA championships when it gets right down to this. But I also believe. And don't let me go too spiritual on you here, but when politics like this start happening, I think the dark side, as the wonderful writer John Bly used to talk about, the, the, the bag we carry called the shadow. And our shadows get cast, and it certainly, at Donald Trump's convention, it was nothing but darkness. Mm-hmm. The, just the darkness of the world. Yeah. And they responded to him because he represents that kind of darkness. And it is our job, yours and mine and Dominic's and John's and the world's, to be sort of midwives, if you will, to allow that light to come back. Mm. And that's why they are so different, these conventions. Right. Exactly. You see what I mean? Mm. It was dark. This one is just full of future promise. It was just incredible. And, and I'll tell you this. The moment that I will never forget, Jennifer, was Cory Booker. Oh, yeah. He was fantastic. When he spoke and he looked at it, it was fantastic. And he looked into that camera and he said, you know this poem. All of you know it. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may tread me in this very dust. But still, like dust, I rise. And that's what this Democratic convention is all about. It's rising. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I think you sh- we saw it just starting out with, yeah. with Michelle Obama's speech the first night, how different. And the, the, and the contrast between the two. Oh, my the, goodness. The tone was. Yeah. And what, what I, Chantal, I don't know if you guys think about this. Are, I'm just floored by friends of mine and family that are really intelligent people that are are supporting Donald Trump. I mean— it's one thing, especially, ge- especially people of color, Hispanics, women, minorities, women, gay people. Muslim, yeah, it's, I mean, George W. Bush was, I thought, the biggest idiot that ever. Right? I mean, but at least with him, he he comes from the family. There were people around him. I, I Trump to me, I always say it's like when 
you're in the operating room. You're going to have surgery. You're about to go under. And this this real estate guy stumbles in and says to the doctor, "Oh, you know what? Let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna take over now. We need something. <laughs> we need something different. You know, we've been doing it the same way for so long. And I think I'll cut on you today. And it's like, give me a fucking break. I, I can't believe yeah. people are buying into it. I was going to say, why are people eating it up? They don't know anything. And people, you know what I'm astonished where I thought you were going when you said, I don't know about you, but I have friends and family. I have three people who have unfriended me <laughs> on Facebook mm-hmm. because of our conversation <laughs> and on Facebook and because I say I loved Bill Clinton last night. Oh, yes. By the way, on the topic of Bill I know. Over it. Yes, Rachel Maddow. Well, she and was a. Fi- she was. How he started. Yeah. When, when Bill Clinton walked out there, and he began with, "In the spring of 1971, I met a girl." Hmm. How can you not keep listening to that? And yet, the word "girl" is what offended Rachel because she felt that was. Now, my take on Rachel is: Rachel's in love with Hillary Clinton. If you saw the two interviews she did with Hillary, she's got a girl crush on Hillary, which is fine. But honestly, go back and look up two inter- two interviews, two interviews she did. I've never seen anyone just so in love with Hillary Clinton. And I think a little bit of her sat there last night and thought, you know what? She's my girl. Stand the f back. But it was so unprofessional because. But in her, de- but in her defense, don't you think that that people's, you know, criticism is because there's. They're thinking of it from the perspective of all of his affairs and Monica Lewinsky. For him to be talking about the relationship, it just, you don't take it seriously, correct? Come take, on. Take what seriously? Yeah, but you know what? They're, They're marriage. <laughs> I think it's all about context. Well, for. Yes, I agree. Yeah, and my whole thing is, and I put this on Facebook today, so, as, as I recall, feminists started as a way for women to get equal pay and opportunities. And in some ways, the feminist right. movement has castrated right. men to the point where you can't be a woman, there cannot be vulnerability. You know, a, I thought Rachel last night was teetering really close on a bad stereotype for gay women that they don't like men, that there's a backlash against hate, hating men. And as a, someone who's an openly gay woman on a, on a network show, well, yeah, she has network, cable. Yeah. She has to be really careful about that, you know. Um, I mean, look, I think she's, I think she's a great journalist. 
you know, I like her a lot, but I'm just surprised more people weren't going after her for that. And she's sitting next to a pathological liar who I happen to like also, but let's not forget, she has no problem sitting next to Brian Williams who yeah. lost his mind and <laughs> and made up stories for years. So I'm just trying to balance it out here. I mean, come on, Rachel. And, and, but she's also an extreme. I think more on the well, extreme I have, end too. I have to jump right. in here. Yes, go ahead. I set you up. <laughs> I want to agree with you because I have many times said, even though, listen, I was one of those raw burden girls in front of the White House yelling, "Hey, hey, LBJ, how many boys did you kill today?" I mean, I was a <laughs> strong feminist, right? But I do think it has it has hurt women in terms of relationships with men. Mm-hmm. It has certainly hurt me, because when I turned into I am woman, hear me roar, <laughs> many of the men thought, who are you? <laughs> what? Why are you so angry? So yes, you're right. The, the feminist movement has hurt us at this point, and I think we might need to dial it down a notch, because basically, <laughs> did we get what we want? Yes. Yes. We have a woman running for president. Exactly. So what are you complaining? Uh, exactly. Um, well, to that point, what? Yeah, so let me get. Let's talk about that as, as a as a woman and uh, who's you know a veteran woman, experienced woman yourself who lived through many elections. Um, how? What is your thoughts today on watching yeah. that last night? I'm sure it was profound in different ways than even for us as men, we can't relate to. Uh, what, what a wonderful question. Um, you know. I found myself so filled with joy that I'm still on this planet and that I'm able to watch history being made. I mean, when I was a little girl, people would say, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I would say, president. <laughs> and they'd say, you can't do that. Mm. That's for boys. I mean, many, many little girls have said that. Right put down, or a doctor, or a, a, a pilot. But all of that has happened now. And we have Hillary, who I believe will win. <clears throat> I, I cannot imagine it any other way. And for me, it's such a historical, such a tender moment that I'm here to see it. Uh, yeah, It's amazing to me. <clears throat> I'm so thankful for God putting me alive on this planet so that I can be, in my small way, a part of making history, but but and, but, uh, but uh, what cost was did, was this history show made? On making but. history, you make history on Facebook, honey. But Chantel, I mean, when you consider you know all the emails that were leaked on last Friday, you know what what did it take to get her into that that nomination? Rigging the system. Well, do you think? But okay. she did she? But she didn't rig the system. That's the that's the DNC. She, you can't separate. Well, how it was can her, you blame? Her, how the, can you blame Hillary? The, the, the emails are going back and forth between her campaign and the DNC. But that's the that's like saying that's her agent. That's like blaming yeah. her agent, an actor blaming the agent. I mean, and, and she had no knowledge of the collusion. Is that what you're saying? I don't. I can't think we could prove. Can that I be don't proven? Think she did. Uh, I yeah. Can't. I mean, I I mentioned I mentioned eight years ago. 
the same thing happened to her with Obama. I feel like yeah. she was on the fast track, and they they came in and decided we want to have the first black president now. So, so without without her knowledge, the DNC instructed the media to call the election before the California primary, and Hillary had no knowledge of that. Now we're we're are the in the emails. They're in the emails, we haven't seen the emails. Th- those e- emails have come out. Where did you see that? The, oh they're they're all gosh. up on WikiLeaks. Yeah, they instructed them. Says, because my knowledge, I don't know they, where I've seen them they, published. Yes, they did. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about They're this. I look every day like a stalker. I feel, <laughs> I feel like all that said and done, yeah. she's still qualified to be president. So was Ber- Bernie was as well. I'm just saying, it. W- I would be horrified if we were sitting here talking about someone rigged it and it was Sarah Palin who got in. Or so, you know, if it, if the person was so unqualified that got in, it, it it I just wouldn't be as. But it's back to what I say: it's a game, and I've said many times, politics is corrupt. I want the person that knows how to fight corruption. And if you have to be a little corrupt to fight corruption, then that's what you need. And that's why I thought, in some ways, Obama was almost too green coming in. I think originally he. It would have been Hillary president, Obama vice president, because he was a little too green and too naive. But he did well. But I think, you know, she knows how to play the the game. Yeah. Yeah. But but people get mad at me when I say that because they think they think politics is supposed to be, you know, pure and innocent and and snow. And I don't get it. I, I don't know. What is your take, Chantal, on the. All the millennials that how Bernie was able to get this young generation behind him, even though he's old or older. Well, they, I'll tell you why I think that. Because they grew up with, with parents like me, mm-hmm. like my generation. And I'm a girl from the 60s. And when we were in the 60s, that's when all this activism started. Mm-hmm. And they grew up watching us take a stand for what we wanted, take a stand for what we believed. And Bernie Sanders answers so many of those questions because he doesn't dismiss the millennials. He addresses the millennials. He addresses them and says, what do you want to change? Right. And he's talking about the college debt and he's talking about moving forward in such a progressive way. Right. And I think that's why they love it. Yeah, and I have I mean, the. Has Go ahead. I was saying he has some true, true followers, and I, not to mention, uh, the law Hollywood folks are with Bernie. Oh. He, his followers are so devoted to him. I wonder how many of them will truly vote. Right. For Hillary. Well, that's what Dom. Dominic was saying earlier, I also someone made a good point last night and one of the pundits said that um, I think it's David Axelrod who said, in a way, the fact that the younger generation is not so blown away by the thought of a first female president shows progress in the sense that they don't they think it, you know, they think it would be just normal that a woman would be president on one hand. That's and then also they're so young. I don't think a lot of them. And yeah, they don't. E- and then they don't even know about a lot. Of, they don't really know what Hillary has accomplished over the years because they weren't born. You know, they're only 
their well, only reference to, to yeah that their only reference to Hillary has been the negative stuff in the press yeah except until Bill Clinton spoke last night mm-hmm. and when he started talking about how Hillary got involved with Marion Wright Edelman who created the Children's Defense League mm-hmm. and did such rural in the middle of nowhere work starting kindergartens and schools and informing the parents, creating medical... But we know nothing about... I And I'm a fan of Hillary, and I didn't know she did all the things that Bill Clinton listed. I didn't either. Which is why he fell so <clears throat> in love with this woman. Yeah. I mean, think about the things he said about her last night. I, I came away from that speech not the way... Rachel Maddow came away. I came away with a vision of Hillary Clinton as attractive to him, mm-hmm. that he called her magnetic, that she stayed an extra year in law school so she could deal specifically with children's issues. That woman gets it done. <clears throat> and he said, she will never let you down and wait till you hear what President Obama said. It's going to put it right over the wall. Yeah. And, we well, and, and, and she was Yeah. And she after right. law, after law school when she did those amazing things, she should have been disbarred after she fabricated evidence in the Watergate investigation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I love the fact that she wasn't and she continued on and persevered you and have to point that out. Did, did you have to point that out? <laughs> Oh, well, oh well, there was that. So, but so, I mean, so that was the beginning of, <laughs> of her of her legacy of getting away with everything. But that's part of her her charm as her. That's her being a great politician. You can't fabricating. Fuck, you evidence? can't fuck with the Clintons. Pe- oh my God. I mean, that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. I see them as a an amazing business. They're a business team, and they 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 got together and they've rode it all the way. And the thought that we're going to have Bill come back to the White House as the the first gentleman. I mean, it's so historical. I could just slam my head on the wall. It makes me yeah, so happy. I love that. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so moving on to something positive. What, are, great. what did you guys think of the, the Mothers of the Movement? Oh. The Mothers of the Movement speech at the DNC. They were, they were moving, profound. All the different mothers who had lost uh, sons in police violence. to get my glass of Kool-Aid because you didn't like that no no I know I think it was a powerful moment but I mean it's it's very produced and I mean it's well I mean, well, I mean it's no how I mean, would she did that all how would Bernie's how would Bernie's have been any different <laughs> and crickets okay <laughs> well no 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 I'm just, no, I'm just thinking, oh, I mean no but, 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 but Bernie is somebody you relate to I don't I find it very hard to relate to him. You didn't think his speech was rehearsed and polished and he speaks from the heart. Hillary is a hillbot. She's a robot. Well, I, well, I agree. I I, I don't yeah. think I no, I agree. I agree. I don't think Hillary is um like now on the flip side of that, Tim Kaine yeah, is everything him, yeah. that Hillary's not as yeah. a speaker. Yeah. His his speech on Saturday 
uh, blew me away mm-hmm. when he w- at the announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how he's going to top that tonight. Is it tonight or tomorrow? I don't know. Obama speaking right now, but it's going to be yeah. hard. Do you, did you did you like him, Chantal? Tim Kaine. I like him. I, I don't know a, a great deal about him. I know that he is uh, a very, very, very Christian guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all love our own form of God. Mm-hmm. But when you say, I'm a Christian first, then a father, then a, then a Democrat, you kind of go, whoa. It's close to Mike Pence who said that. Yeah. So I, I'll, I'll just be watching Jim Kane. Well, he... I, I would have loved it. Booker. Yeah, he but he came. He should have taken a little bit of a risk and picked Cory Booker. She went in a very safe, safe direction, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's her choice, certainly. Well, I think it's her way of uh, trying to lock down Virginia. But he's really, he's very funny. He's very off the cuff. He's one like Dominic was saying, like Clint, Bill Clinton. He can, he can have a teleprompter. And Chantal, you know, you read a teleprompter for years. That's not a easy thing to do i know we make we make jokes about it but it's not it's hard to make that seem conversational you know it's very hard very very hard i got to be pretty good at it it took me about 10 years yeah i mean everything was on the prompter it's hard stuff because you can see your eyes looking at the prompter and i don't know if you've ever had this happen where the prompter goes faster than you (laughs) And you haven't read the top words that are just going up to the top of the prompter. It's killer. Yeah, I'm not. I've only had to do it a few times. I can't. I can't do it. I'm not. I could never be. I could never do what you did, my dear, so brilliantly all those years. So. Um, oh my goodness. Well, listen. Let me let me interject something here before yes. before we end the show. I just want to say to you that I am such a fan and follower of your brilliant work. And I mean that. I love you on oh. the big screen. I love you on the small screen. Oh. I, I was 10 inches from the television watching you on CSI. I mean, oh, you thank are you. A brilliant, actor. Oh, my. Never get caught acting. Well, thank you, my dear. You're the greatest. I, I want to tell, tell everyone that we. I just wanted Oh my God! Thank you. You made my day. Um, Chantal and I met at Project Angel Food back in the early nineties. When um, AIDS and HIV was really at its at its worst, and it was started by the wonderful Marion Williamson, Mm -hmm. um, Course in Miracles, and Chantal has been active in charity work from day one, and continues today. And I told you this. I told you this on the phone last night. How envious I am that you do this amazing work now. That's so selfless and so un showbiz like and um i think it's fascinating that you had this yeah. uh, just amazing glamorous you know showbiz life and you're you're in idaho doing this wonderful work now so bravo to you i i am yes yeah. yeah. very uh, very active with the uh last things who are being uh, killed such a horrible thing that the Bureau of Land Management is doing. We could do a whole show on that. Mm. And Idaho has the lowest, lowest score on enforcing animal cruelty laws. Mm. Do you know that a farmer can pick up a 2 by 4 with a nail in it and hit a horse? <clears throat> oh, my God. And 
someone can report it and the sheriff will just drive out and tell him, you can't do that again. Mm. No ticket, no punishment, nothing. Wow. So I'm a mad dog when it comes to animal rights out here. Well, how... And of course, the other thing you're probably talking about is the fact that I, I do end-of-life care. I, I help Yeah, that's so amazing. Um, is that something you... you yeah. You you f- fell into you pursued. How did that come to you? Was that something the you hospice? the hospice care? Did it start with well, one one person and then you um, went further? I'll, t- I'll tell you how it happened. Um, I am thirty five years sober. Good for you. And I was such a lunatic. And thank you. I was such a lunatic, and I did so many bad things. You know, car accidents and like that. And when I got sober, I, I, I asked myself, what is the most service you can do? And I went to the Veterans Hospital where soldiers, mm. old, old soldiers from World War II, there were not many of them, but there were old men dying mm-hmm. and nobody's there for them. Mm-hmm. All their relatives, all their family had died. And so I started doing that work at, at the Veterans Hospital. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, just before you get to Brickwood out there. Oh, sure, in and Westwood, yeah. It was amazing work, and I just continued oh. it here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Are you familiar it's with... It's really uh, more, I think, of a calling mm-hmm. than it is. Are you familiar and with I, Danny I'm and Brinkley? Go ahead, J-Dub. Chantal, are you no. familiar with Danny and Brinkley or uh, David Kessler? Dave, David Kessler used to be with Mary and... Oh, well, yes. David Kessler. Uh huh. David Kessler is my teacher. Oh, David excellent. Kessler. Oh, okay, great. Blue Rock. All right. Yeah, David Kessler is my muse. Yeah, he's mm. one of the best. Wasn't David one of the original? Wasn't he part of Project I Angel? Fo- wasn't David part of Project Angel Food also in the beginning? I think. I think so. Yeah. He, he certainly was because he's pretty much Marianne Williams' best friend. Yes, that's right. And mm-hmm. so they started that together. Yes. And then then I came in with, with people like Barry Karras and a guy named Tom Bezzi. And when I did the California AIDS ride mm-hmm. from San Francisco to Los Angeles, I wore Tom Bezzi's photograph on my mm. shirt back and forth. Did you say I you, mean, back in front, though, you did say. that in 96, Chantal? Ni- 1996? Uh I think it was, oh gosh, 96. Yes, it could have been. It that, could have been. Because that's Wait, the... No, no, I did it in the late 80s. Oh, okay, because I was... My husband, Dennis, did it in in 96, and uh, it changed his life forever. He just did it the one time, but um, that that's... Forever. A, yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised you did. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. It was an amazing ride. And if we have one more minute, I'll tell you a story about that age ride. Oh, yeah, go ahead. We have plenty of time. Good. As I'm sure Dennis knows, and I wish he'd been with me, I'll tell you what, (laughs) because it started to rain on the second day. And there's so many hills because we went through the Pacific Coast Highway, right? Right. And at one point, I was going up a hill. Can I... Can I... A curse word? Absolutely, you can say anything on here. What they call what they well they call the hill Motherfuck Hill, <laughs> and it's a, just a 
Wow. It's just a straight uphill, mm. and I am settling, and this thought goes through my head. My ego absolutely took over, and I thought, what in the name of God am I doing? I can ride in the camera truck. <laughs> I am Chantal from Good Morning America, <laughs> and I don't have to do this. This is killing me. Nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know that I called my truck over, and I rode three miles with my, my team, my crew shooting me. And then get out and get on the bike. And my hands have blisters. I have shin splints. Wow. And I'm just halfway up this hill. And this kid comes up beside me. And he has on, we both did, two black trash bags. You know, those glad trash bags. Right. You put a hole in them. And that was our rain jacket. Mm-hmm. And, the kid, and the kid says to me, are you Chantal? And I said, yes. He said, well, I'm going to ride with you all the way up this hill. <laughs> and I'm going to talk to you. And I'm going to encourage you. And I'm going to sing opera to you. Oh, and my God. Myself, get out of here. Who the hell are you? I just want to get off the bike. And he says, come on, let's go. And he moves ahead of me. And I look. I'm, I'm, it's hard to tell this part. I look, and on the back of his flag, the back of his bike, is a tall orange flag. And that meant he was an HIV rider. Wow. Mm. And that kid, that kid, I looked at that and I said, you should be ashamed of yourself. Mm. And I rode right up next to him and I said, thank you so much. I could never do this without you. Mm. He said, that's why I'm here. (laughs) Wow. And then you got in the truck. (laughs) 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 Because that's where, that's where I would have ended up. I'm glad he made it. Maybe halfway. <laughs> I'm glad he got up the damn hill, but I would be in the truck. God bless him. <laughs> oh, it was awful. It was awful. And we rode into West Hollywood. Tommy, what's his name? Tommy and I rode into West Hollywood right next to the mayor. And we all went to that little restaurant called Mark. That's right on yes. The mm-hmm. Yes. That's still there, you know? I think it's, it's gone now. It's a wonderful gay bar restaurant that mm-hmm. was always in there. It was all too bad. Bad. Yeah, it, but yeah, I've done a lot of things in service, and, and I like it. Yeah, yeah. well, that's it's for that that's we thank you. Last night, it's who she is, and it's who I am. Well, I I posted last night too that I wanted people to remember it was during Bill Clinton's administration that we got the HIV medications and the AIDS drugs that passed. That's right. You know, the Republican, yeah, the Republican Party, the two presidents prior did nothing to. Uh, to help. So, you know, I think that's my point. I think people vote in elections for issues that affect them personally. So when I'm criticizing my family and some of my friends who vote Trump, I try to stand back and think, now, what is it that they're going through in their life that Trump? And then I realize there's nothing. (laughs) Well, well, just, you know, the L.A. Times latest poll just came out. Trump Trump's at 47 and Hillary's at 40. Yeah, but that's right now. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's the LA Times. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reputable. And Romney was ahead back. Well, you know, we. But she should be polling higher because of the DNC. Well, usually you have to. Don't you have to wait till the end of the DNC? I just see it happening. I just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just can't imagine that people are crazy enough to vote for him. I I mean, he is. But there's there's people that are so. 
anti-Hillary and Clinton, I think that they'll vote for any other option. Well, what did you think about his remarks today about Russia? Oh, God. He should be indicted for That treason. doesn't make he any sense. Oh, I mean, where's God. the accountability? That's treason. Said into the camera, I encourage Russia to investigate these emails. <laughs> what is he talking about? Do you know how much Putin would love for Donald Trump to be president? Putin would love it. Except we all know the they didn't come from Russia. Well, isn't where's melanoma from? Is she near close to Russia? Slovenia somewhere? I flunked in geography. I don't know. But um, did you attend Trump University? <laughs> 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 Chantal, did you did have you have you met Trump at all over the years in New York? D- have you? No, I've never met him. Okay. I've never met him. I have met Bill Clinton, who is just the most divine human being. He has that gift. He has that gift. You have this gift, Jasper. You really do. When you're talking to somebody, there could be. He's very charming. Twenty-five other celebrities in the room, and you look directly into the eyes of the person you're talking to. Mm-hmm. You make them feel like they're the only person in the world, and it's such a wonderful feeling. It's Thank you. It's you allergies. That. And that's what Bill Clinton does. Yeah, I've heard that about him, that women it's say they just drop their panties right away. Wow. So, Well, that's pretty evident. But well, I've talked to him. I didn't want to spend my panties. I just thought it was so amazing <laughs> that it made me feel so special. I think so, he's well, the greatest. Yes, I yes. Oh, I did. You know, I've noticed that Dennis brought that up a um, a couple of months ago at another time we saw Bill Clinton. I wondered about like a little bit of a Parkinson's or something. Yeah, and there's also something called benign tremors, and it's just mm. because we're getting old that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my patient is um, uh, a Parkinson's patient, one of my patients now, and he shakes same way, but his whole handshake. Yeah, he goes on and explains what that is. So, I just wondered if you noticed it. In 2013, he had an interview where he explained what the hand tremors were um, on CNN, political ticker. They they carried it. I'm looking right now. So. Well, also, look at how amazing he looks. You know, he, he became a vegan years ago with his heart uh, surgeries. Oh. And you oh. you look at the old clips and you go, God, he was a lot bigger. He's uh, He's... You know, smaller yeah, than Hillary. Big shoulders, back with a big man. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that wonderful to have John by your side just to look up something? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I need. When Reagan was, when Reagan was forced, I'm not going to go to Ted, but I want to know when Reagan was in office, did he ever even say the word AIDS? Mm. Because he was in the office at his height when it was being discovered. I don't think it was. wasn't It wasn't until Rock Hudson died that he finally. That whole thing, it. yeah. Because yeah, he was, 1985. She was fr- he was friends with uh with um Nancy. Before we go, I don't know if you guys follow Patty Davis on Facebook, Ronald's daughter, but she's a she's a wonderful writer and she does a, a daily our weekly blog. Um and she's had some really hilarious and poignant things to say about Trump. Cuz they constantly use her dad's name, you know, to reference everything Republican and she's always like Shut the fuck up. My dad would hate you. So, um, well, listen, Chantal, can you believe it? The show goes. Uh, time flies. And um, everyone, is it okay if I tell I people? To, 
to follow you on Facebook. Is that okay? Can people follow you on Facebook? And she also has Twitter. I would go on with a, She's in tweeted in a year, though. Adore, but yeah. just tell them to say in a note or something, I'm a friend of Jasper's, and they got it. <laughs> and I hate Trump. Anybody who listens to you is a friend. And I hate Trump, yes. Well, listen. And I have space for the people who unfriended me. I have space for friends. <laughs> Well, and Dennis and I are going to be, we're going to surprise you and see you in Idaho. I'm going to really take you up on that. So get ready. Get ready. You you guys will lose your mind here. Lose your mind. What's left of it. (laughs) All right. I love you, dear. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Love Chantel. you, too. Take care. Bye. Thank you, Chantel. Dominic, JW, thanks again. Boy, this is just like old times. Yeah. It flies by. It did fly um, by. Thank you guys so thank much. You. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. Whatever you do, please vote. I don't give a fuck who you vote for. Just vote. It's your right as an American, and uh, we got to stop Trump. All right. Peace <laughs> out, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for checking out One on One with Jasper Cole. Check out past episodes and get the latest as they're released. Subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.